Concordia University St. Louis offers flexible, accelerated degree programs designed to fit your schedule. Take the next step into your future with a university that has a 25-year history in St. Louis, strong ethics, standards, and service to others. Concordia University will help you reach your goal. Classroom and online options available. Classes forming now. Call today for more details. 314-984-8840. Call 314-984-8840. year is the 20th anniversary of Family Shield Ministries as a nonprofit organization. Our theme for the year is Families Trust Him. How have you trusted God in good times and bad? Trusting the Lord in good times usually isn't too difficult, but trusting Him when things are challenging can be difficult. Join us today as we hear from several people we've worked with through the years. They'll share how they stayed close to the Lord and continued to trust Him. Our prayer is that this program will encourage you in your faith and help you continue to trust God in all circumstances. This is Kay Meyer of Family Shield. Family Shield's mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. Our name is based on Ephesians 6.16 that says, Take up the shield of faith. Why is reaching people for Christ, proclaiming the gospel, and making them his disciples so critical in today's world? The United States is now the third largest mission field in the world. The only other countries with more unbelievers are India and China. The United States is going through an unprecedented change in religious practices. Large numbers of American adults are disaffiliating themselves from Christianity and organized religion. 76.5 or 159 million Americans identify themselves as Christians. This is a major shift from 86.2% in 1990. Identification with Christianity has suffered a loss of 9.7% in just 11 years. Nearly one in five Americans say they are atheists, agnostics, or nothing in particular. We call those today the nuns. Five years ago, adults who claimed no religion made up about 15% of the population. It's a seismic shift from 40 years ago when only 7% of American adults said they had no religious affiliation. These uh, documents, these statistics are are from the Pew Forum on Religion and Public Life. One-third of those ages 18 to 22 are religiously unaffiliated today. The most recent George Barna research said that the leading influences in American society is no longer the church, but instead is movies, television, the internet, books, music, public policy, and the law, and the family. The Christian church, his research shows, is no longer among among the top influences these days. This is a far cry from the way things used to be. The good news and all this bad news is that the family is still a leading influencer. Working together, we can more effectively reach and equip individuals and their families for Christ. It's a fact. Our culture has changed. But as people learn we care, the Lord will open doors for us to share the law and gospel. 
Although our culture continues to change, the gospel of Christ remains the same. It is the gospel that transforms lives and time for eternity. So Matthew 28, 19, as you know, says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So what are you waiting for? Let's go, and let's go together. I want to play a couple uh, stories of real people that we've worked with that we shared at our recent 20th anniversary celebration. The first is a, a young married couple. Let's play that now. My husband and I got married last summer. We're thankful for family and friends and are looking forward to a great life together. For us as a young married couple, trusting the Lord seems easy, but we realize that many of our friends who are part of the 80 million millennials don't always feel the same way. We are the largest age grouping in America's history and comprise those born between 1980 and 2000. A Time Magazine article gave a broad overview about us. It said most millennials are not into church, even though they believe in God. Because many don't identify with big institutions or organized religion, one-third of adults under 30 are religiously unaffiliated. How will we reach our generation with the unchanging gospel message? How will we help them come to know Christ and trust in him? So that's just one of the stories, and uh, maybe you're surprised about some of the statistics related to the 80 million millennials. But uh, we're not. We know from listening to so many of our grandparents that talk to us about how many of their children are turning their backs on Christianity, are moving away from what they were raised to believe. And it's a challenge, there's no doubt. We know that we must figure out a way to do a better job of reaching those young people for Christ. And certainly one of our goals is to do that. But let's hear another story about a family that continue to trust God. I've had many trials throughout my life. I grew up with a father who was an alcoholic. I went through a divorce when my two daughters were young. It was after the divorce that I came to know Christ as my Savior and Lord because a Christian friend shared the law and gospel with me. I couldn't believe God would forgive me. The Lord not only forgave my sins, He gave me eternal life as a free gift. What a marvelous God we worship. Although I was a Christian, I didn't do a great job of teaching my two daughters about the Lord. My older daughter got involved and then addicted to drugs when she was a teenager. My younger daughter became a Jehovah's Witness about 15 years ago. It breaks my heart that my daughter, son-in-law, and granddaughter do not know Christ and His forgiveness. I continue to pray for them. I trust in the Lord's promises. Trusting the Lord in difficult circumstances is not easy, but I praise Him for His faithfulness, patience with me, and grace that is new every morning. Would you join us in praying that my daughter's family will come to know Christ and leave the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society? We get so many requests for pray for my daughter, pray for my son, pray for my sister and my brother. One of the things I said at our 20th anniversary celebration is that Family Shield helps families witness to their families. We're helping to equip individuals that we reach. And many times the people they want so much to reach are members of their own family. Sometimes it's an extended family member. 
But as they learn how to do that, they're equipped to not only share Christ with their own family, but also with those that they meet in the community, with coworkers, and with anyone that they meet. And so that's what we do. I have one more story that we want to listen to here. Uh, One of the people, again, another person that we have worked with over the years. My name is Michael. My wife and I have been married for 13 years and have three children. I wasn't employed for over a year. This was one of the most challenging times we have ever experienced. I got some temporary work, volunteered for several nonprofit organizations and our congregation. My wife and I prayed and trusted the Lord. And we studied God's word with Christian friends and worshiped each week at our congregation. God has been faithful and answered our prayers. Last month, I accepted a new position. During these challenges, God walked us through good times and bad. He surrounded us with family and Christian friends who supported us with their time, talents, and sometimes even their treasures. We learned about spiritual warfare and how to use the spiritual weapons God provides. We stood firm in faith, though at times it wasn't easy. God's Word says in Ephesians 6.12, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We continue to rely upon the Lord and trust Him. Please join us in praying for others through the many challenges of life. So again, another couple... Uh, So many people go through so many challenges. And this young couple, of course, having the husband unemployed for over a year, it was a challenge, but they continued to trust God and look to him, the worship in the congregation. And it's very true that many people not only gave up their time, but also their treasures to help them at Christmas they found an envelope in their mailbox with money in it. They never knew who that anonymous donor was, but people helped them in many and various ways. And uh, I I think it's God spurring people on to do that uh, and their prayers that helped. Um, I also want to mention, as I share uh, more stories about some of the people that we work with, at our dinner, uh, I broke, after we shared the, these three testimonies, I, I broke our tables into small groups to talk about uh, trusting God in difficult circumstances. And this, the table that I sat down at, it wasn't my table, I just sat to listen. Uh, we heard again a couple grandparents Uh, lamenting the fact that their daughter was not active in faith and she was striving to raise the grandchildren, but they weren't going to church. And and this breaks the heart of Christian grandparents. At that same table, after two or three other people had talked and kind of talked about the same thing, one of the young men that was there shared his testimony. And he said, you know, I want to give you some hope. I was that person two years ago. He said, uh, my parents raised me in the Christian faith, and I had turned away from the Lord. I had decided I wasn't going to believe anymore 
in Christ. And I was living a, a, a very sinful lifestyle. I knew they continued to pray for me. And they had other people praying for me. He said, and just, it seemed like God just took one thing that I cared about away after another until there was just me and the Lord. And I crawled, called out to him and asked for his forgiveness. And he gave me that forgiveness. He forgave my sins. And he restored me to my family. He was there that evening with his wife. She was pregnant and showing uh, because it was the, the baby was going to be born pretty uh, soon. And it was just such a wonderful testimony and encouragement. So I asked him if he would share that testimony with everyone because he was just sharing this at his table in their small group discussion. And he came up to the front, and I'm not sure he had ever shared before in a large group, but he did. He shared his story of how God answered his parents' prayer and uh, how he had been restored to faith and was growing. And he was so glad to be at our dinner to learn more about our ministry for the first time. And and so God uses uh, people's stories to bless others. I had one mom come up afterwards, she's a grandma too, who said, oh, I just loved hearing how the Lord helped bring him back because it gives me hope for my daughter who is also turned away. So I have lots of other stories I want to share. Um, Miriam said, one of the most challenging times our family faced is when our daughter went through a difficult divorce. Her husband abused her and her granddaughter and our granddaughter. Prayer became our constant companion. We trusted the Lord would keep her safe when he had custody of her. It took much longer than most divorces, but now it's final. We continue to pray and trust the Lord. They worship at a wonderful and supportive congregation, and she's doing a wonderful job of raising her daughter to know and love Jesus. We're thankful for our Savior, our faith, the Lord's love, and his forgiveness that is new every morning. God's word says, give thanks to him and give him praise. We do praise and trust him. We trust in him in good times and bad, and he continues to walk with us. I want to just make a few announcements, and then I'll go back and share some more stories of some of the people that we uh, touch, equip, and reach through the ministry. Each week, Family Shield offers a booklet or resource to our listeners. This week, we're offering Finding Balance in Your Life. If you feel like you're being pulled in a thousand directions at once, then this booklet is for you. Packed with practical suggestions, the booklet offers great insight into managing your life. To receive it at no charge, call our response center 1-877-317-4326. If you're a Thrivent financial member, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield Ministries. Go to the Thrivent website at www.thrivent.com slash thriventchoice or call them directly 1-800-847-4836 to learn more. Family Shields Board of Directors recently approved a strategic expansion plan for 2014 through 2018. It includes hiring a national director and beginning Family Shield Training Institute, which will be a lot of this will be done through the virtual website. 
To We invite your prayers and support as we expand and minister to thousands of people through the Family Shield Gospel Outreach Services. Remember, the Family Shield radio program is a listener-supported program. Your gift of $10, $25, or $50 annually or monthly would be a wonderful blessing to us. You can send your gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. Uh, Your gifts allow us to continue to pay for radio airtime on 51 radio stations throughout the United States and to accomplish our mission in the ripe and plentiful harvest. I want to go back and just share a few more stories. Ralph told us, My wife and I raised four children and are active members of a local Christian congregation. The most difficult time for us was when our daughter was killed in a tragic car accident on her way home from college for the holidays. The sorrow and grief we experienced often felt like it was more than we could bear. But the Lord was with us and gave us his comfort and strength. Our faith in Christ got us through this difficult time. We're thankful for family members and friends that surrounded us with love and continue to do so today. I don't know how people survive the death of a child or the death of a loved one without a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I can say amen to that because um, my husband and I have lost two adult sons, one in 2009 and one in 2010, just eight and a half months apart. And I also want to say that the grieving process is different for everyone. Everyone grieves differently, and there's no correct way, but there are stages of grief. We've done many programs on the topic of grief. If you haven't heard one and would like to hear one, we do have an archive page, and we would be happy to send that to you. And, of course, we'll have to be doing another one of those programs pretty soon. But I do want to just let you know that God walks with you, and uh, it is a process that takes time. So uh, just keep asking the Lord to be with you and to give you his strength in the midst of your grief. Here's some more stories. Kay, somebody, uh, Michelle said, I just wanted to let you know how my daughter and I are doing. Your Bible study on parenting and God's word helped me come to know Christ. You might remember me. I was the one that thought you had to really work hard so that God would give me eternal life. You explained that it was a free gift from God. Thanks for being there when I needed a friend. You'll be glad to hear that I recently completed my undergraduate degree. And uh, the little note from Michelle uh, came through email, and I was glad to hear that she has completed her undergraduate degree. I've worked with a lot of young women uh, doing Bible studies on parenting, and uh, we always share God's love through Jesus Christ with them. Uh, here's a, a note from a prisoner that we, we receive lots of letters from prisoners. This is just a little excerpt. I listen to Family Shield each week, and I'm a prisoner in Texas. I almost never attend a church and don't know much about God's Word, but one of the volunteers that come to do Bible studies here at the prison recommended the Family Shield radio program to me. Thank you for caring about me and my family. I'm learning so much, and it was sound, signed by John. Uh, Again, Family Shield receives many letters from prisoners that hear our program in various areas of the United States. We try to write back and share God's love with them. We send some of our booklets to them because many times they're looking for 
more information on Bible studies. And it's part of our follow-up services to do that. Uh, Here's a note from a single mom. I'm a single mom, and I'm so thankful for your program that helps equip me to raise my young son to know and love Jesus. I heard your program about forgiveness a few weeks ago, and it really helped me. I've been struggling with some of my past sins. Thank you for encouraging me in my faith. You know, one of the things we say is if you've asked God to forgive you, he does. He takes those sins and removes them as far as the east is from the west. You don't have to keep dragging all of those things with you. Just believe that the forgiveness is given to you because of Jesus Christ and you are forgiven. Uh, Another note from somebody that heard one of our programs on dealing with depression. I learned a lot on your program on dealing with depression. Bernie says, I struggle with this every day, and the program helped. Thank you for addressing this topic. And here's a note from Sharon. Can you refer me to a local congregation? I recently moved here, and I've got the note, but I don't remember where she was from. I know it wasn't in the St. Louis area, it was one of our other markets. I used to attend church, she said, but haven't attended in almost 15 years. But I was listening to your program on Sunday afternoons. The first time I heard it, you were talking to someone about childhood abuse. I kept listening because I was abused as a child. You and your guest encouraged the listeners to forgive those who had hurt us. That was something I hadn't even thought about doing. But after thinking about what you said, I asked God to help me forgive the person who had hurt me. I also asked God to help me live a better life. We spoke with Sharon several times and called churches near her home to help find one for her that would follow up with her. One assured us that they would, and they invited her to their congregation, and she is now involved in a Bible study and attending that church on a regular basis. Of course, we also deal with our counter-cult ministry and receive many uh, calls and emails from family members concerned about their loved one that is getting involved in either the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons. Gary called me, Kay, he knows me well. My mother has been studying with Jehovah's Witnesses for several months. Yesterday, she showed me, she told me she had begun to doubt her Christian faith. Can you call her and explain their false teachings? And would you send her resources on this topic and your book, Mission Field on Our Doorstep, Jehovah's Witnesses? Thanks so much. Well, we did send, we did call Jackie and uh, we talked to her for several months to to explain some of the differences. Thankfully, because Gary had opened the door, he told her, Mom, somebody I know is going to be calling you, and I want you to listen, because he tried to explain the differences between Christianity and the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, Um, but we were more equipped to do that. And it took several months, but Jackie did finally call us and tell us that she had stopped studying with Jehovah's Witnesses. We invite you to keep her in prayer. She's had some health problems recently, and uh, uh, we continue to pray for so many people that need our prayers, that ask for prayers. Uh, Another story, uh, we received a call from a woman who cried as she told us that her daughter, who lives in Texas, was studying with Mormons. Her daughter's husband is in Korea, he's in the military, and the mother said, I don't know enough to help her understand that Mormons are not a Christian denomination. I'm legally blind, she said, and listen to your radio program all the time. 
I hoped you could help me and my daughter. We did offer our help. We also connected her to one of our counter-cult volunteer missionaries in Texas, who now calls her on a monthly basis. We also send her complimentary resources that we purchase and mail at no charge to those who request them, and we put her and her daughter on our prayer list. So many people contact us, and uh, again, I just want to mention that Family Shield shares the gospel with individuals in their families and transforms lives now and into eternity. Our goals for the ministry are to share the gospel with those that don't know Christ, to equip Christians to apply faith to life, to grow in his word, to serve and witness in the home, church, and community, to build relationships and connect people with needs to individuals, congregations, and resources. And we work to develop partnerships and collaborations with congregations and like-minded organizations. We also, through our radio ministry, try to help individuals implement the six traits of healthy families. If you don't know what those are, I'm just going to quickly go through them. We've done a radio program on these six traits for the whole program, but I'm just going to share the six. Commitment, appreciation and affection, positive communication, time together, spiritual well-being, and the ability to cope with stress and crisis. And of those six, the hardest one is the ability to cope with stress and crisis. Family Shield focuses on the gospel, Jesus Christ, and God's word. Just a few Bible verses that we uh, promote and focus on, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him has eternal life. John 3, 16. There is no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. That name is Jesus, Acts 4, 12. Eternal life is a free gift, not a result of our good works, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, Romans 1, 16. And I've already shared Matthew 28, 16, but I want to share it again because it's important to us. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. So there are just so many people. I have one more story I think I have time to share And it's uh, Larry, who came to faith through Christian radio. He came to faith as he listened to Christian radio. He was interested in learning more about God. And because he was a salesman, he decided to listen on a regular basis as he traveled. It was through radio that he first heard the law and gospel. He learned he was a sinner and that Jesus Christ had suffered and died for him. He continued to listen and grow in faith. He was afraid of going to church because his brother had gotten involved in the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. His wife was not a Christian either, so he began to pray for her and encouraged her to listen to Christian radio. She too came to know Christ because of radio. Then together they searched for a Bible-based church. Together they are both now active in their congregation and praising the Lord because they know Him. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com 
or Wright Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230-015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.